0: Hello, and welcome back to the Politics Unboxed podcast. My name is Rhys, and as has been increasingly repetitive over the last few days, this is your Coronavirus Updates podcast from Politics Unboxed. And as today is Mother's Day, it's going to be a happier podcast. Uh, I've been trawling through uh, news outlets, BBC, Sky, Reuters, and I'm trying to find some of the things that uh, make people more optimistic, finding hope uh, amid what is going to be some turbulent times, uh, with the government suggesting today that their um, their projections may well be advancing. Uh, we could be hitting an accelerated phase of the coronavirus earlier than they thought, um, which is why they are ramping up measures. Um, one thing I will say before we get on to the happy optimism Please continue to follow the government advice. Um, We've seen it in Florida, people on spring break, on the beaches. Um, Just because you are outside does not mean that you cannot be a vector for this virus. Uh, Once you accumulate in a mass gathering, there's basically nothing in the UK going on quite as a scale of spring break. But once you're in a mass gathering, you have the potential for mass infection. And then once you go back to your homes, you could be putting your loved ones at risk. So please follow the government advice. Follow the advice on social distancing. Uh, wash your hands when you're coming in. Uh, if you're coming in from anywhere new, if you're going out, if you're going to eat. Um, uh, at any time, um, wash your hands. Follow the the protocols for that as well. There are guidelines on how best to do it, the best practice, sort of the things doctors do before going into surgery. Um, and try and make it for the length of time that people would suggest. I think uh, Boris Johnson was going on about two verses of happy birthday. Do not take that lightly just because he's equating it to something that might seem funny. It is a very important thing that we can all do to minimise the risk of infection and transmission. Right then, with that um, little uh, warning or a small rant over the... Um, over what's going on time to have a look at some of the things that have been being uh, a cause for optimism um and we will start with pollution uh, a very big concern of governments over the last few years has been um the pollution carbon dioxide levels fossil fuels being burnt um greenhouse gases released into the atmosphere and one of the things that has happened as a result of the coronavirus, pollution has dropped. A country has gone into lockdown and production has been grinding to a halt in certain places. And it has been good for the environment. China, where you would normally associate it with very high pollution levels, um, not too unaccustomed to seeing people in face masks daily just because of the air quality in places in China, those... Uh, Those levels of pollution have dropped significantly. Um, There's a graph that was put out by NASA, available on most news websites, that did show in January 2020, on the 20th of January, the nitrogen dioxide levels in China. There were some parts where it was uh, well well over 500 micromoles per metre squared. Now that's just the density, Um, And that's, I'm not expecting people to understand how much that is. I don't understand what sort of uh, relation that is, but it's just to show that right now there are very few places in China over 125 micromoles per metre squared. So that's just decreased so, so much over just a month, Um, because that image was taken on the 25th of February. Um, It is is staggering. Uh, also, northern Italy, again, they've been having a lockdown. Um, those areas have also seen major falls in nitrogen dioxide, and that is a serious air pollutant. Um, it's one of the, the more severe greenhouse gases. It warms up in the atmosphere quite a lot, and these reduced industrial activities, these car journeys being cut, airlines cancelling flights. Um, most countries around the world are expecting to follow this downward path in uh, pollution levels, and um, researchers in New York said that carbon monoxide had been reduced by 50% compared with this time last year. So um, that is one thing that has been a positive. Um, amongst all of this, there have been acts of kindness uh, by by people towards others. There are plenty of stores where there's been panic buying, fights over toilet rolls, tins of, of meat, or tins of food and fruit, uh, fresh fruit and veg. But the acts of kindness, the little acts of kindness that are going on all over the world are staggering. Uh, there were 1,300 volunteers in New York delivering groceries and medicine to those most at risk. Uh, there were hundreds of thousands of people in the UK who joined Facebook groups to become support groups for people in the virus. And uh, there are groups in Canada uh, where it's called care mongering. Um, So all of those people joining together to really support the community of which they are a part. In Australia, uh, there are now elderly hours at the start of shopping days to ensure that those uh, who are older or perhaps have disabilities have a chance to shop in peace. And I know that in the UK and across the world, those things are going on as well. Uh, There's been money donated, recipes shared online, exercise ideas, um, all of those things really coming to the fore. And, of course, people have been taking the time to perhaps teach the the older community how to use their their technology because, of course, um, this social distancing doesn't have to mean isolation now. We're in this multimedia world, so using Skype, using um, iMessage or uh, FaceTime or uh, Zoom, any one of the contacting apps... If people didn't know how to do it before, a lot of people have been giving away sort of lessons on this for free. Um, so that is one way of bringing people together. It's just those small acts of kindness that are really going a long way in this current situation. Uh, we are also displaying a united front, more united than ever. Um, it is a hectic time. It is often quite a, a troubling time right now, and it is quite easy to feel apart from each other. But the virus is affecting everyone, and all the people in every community are being brought closer together by this virus, even as they stay further apart. In Italy, people have been singing songs from their balconies around their um, uh, around their lockdown apartments. In southern Spain, uh, it's been shared on social media a lot, a fitness instructor was leading an exercise class off of um, a roof in the middle of an apartment complex. And all the residents on their balconies who were in isolation, or a large proportion of them, were getting involved, keeping fit, keeping the community spirit going. Um, phone calls, video calls, the numbers of those have surged. Uh, people have been using this opportunity to really reconnect with friends. Um, groups of friends have organised virtual sessions. So there's uh, loads of apps you can do these on where they can sort of meet up virtually and get some things done. They have been... Pub sessions using mobile apps. I would have to download one of them for myself, I think. That does sound quite fun. Uh, and it's also highlighted this virus, the real importance of the health workers, those key workers, um, not just in the health service, of course, um, in the retail sector, working in the supermarkets, uh, delivery drivers, but of course, health sectors being um, the most critical in the response to this virus. And uh, people have taken to their balconies to applaud doctors and nurses. And medical students in London have volunteered to help healthcare professionals with childcare and uh, sort of household chores. So, whilst they may not be qualified, they're still helping out the medical staff in any way they can. As well as this, on a really uh, promising note, in Venice, in Venice, beautiful Venice, city of canals and uh, city of love and romance and all things. Wonderful, Venice is a wonderful, wonderful city. The canals that have been murky and clogged with litter, you can't see the fish well now they are clear. The drop in water traffic, the reduction in tourists who may just discard something into the the water all this has meant the sediment in the river has settled. it stopped being murky the waters aren't churned up you can finally see the bottoms of the canals you can see the fish swimming in and out and i would recommend having a look online if you can find any pictures of venice now versus what venice looked like the waters are crystal clear um it is uh, it is quite a, a beautiful sight actually looking at what has happened so on these notes of optimism there are definitely things to be cheerful about one final one, there's been an increase in creativity. Uh, more people now being uh, being creative. People are using the opportunity uh, they have in isolation. They have a lot of free time to really get stuck into things. Um, you've seen on social media, people have taken up all sorts of new hobbies. You've got new artists, people are learning languages, people are painting, baking, reading, knitting. Um, the DC Public Library in Washington is actually hosting a virtual book club, um, so people can get involved, Uh, it's sort of a a communal uh, book review, you can talk about the book, all sorts of things, it's quite a, uh, a good thing that they can get set up, and of course with more people having spare time, then people can read the books, and I believe the DC Public Library has actually made some of the books they're using for the book club available online for anyone to access Um, Some chefs, uh, one chef in particular, I can't remember his name, Uh, he's an Italian chef, I think he's got a Michelin star He's launched uh, a series called Kitchen Quarantine on Instagram, he's teaching recipes to people who are stuck at home Um, So he's using his his platform, using his culinary expertise to sort of uh, introduce more stimulating creative tasks around the home um, in Tennessee, an art teacher has been live streaming classes for children who are out of school. So she's been—I uh, believe it's a, a female. I don't actually know. Um, they've been uh, teaching uh, the art techniques, teaching people how to draw. Because people are going to have a lot of free time, they may want to take up a new hobby. Um, there are plenty of uh, plenty of ways to keep yourself occupied during this this time of isolation and quarantining. Um, and whilst many public places have been shut. Virtual tours have been going on, so the Louvre in Paris, they have uh, they have uh, really opened up their doors in a, a virtual sense. There are now full-on virtual tours offered by many of the world's biggest galleries. You can see the famous paintings in there, the Mona Lisa, uh, and also the Vatican Museum have uh, opened up their uh, their museum online to virtual tours, so people can now go around and see these magnificent pieces of art from their their bedroom or their living room wherever it is they are watching these virtual tours from as well as this uh the sydney observatory this is actually something i had a a quick look at when it was live they were offering sort of um a night sky observatory so they were had a a camera pointed up and they were uh, sort of someone was pointing out some of the the features there you could watch and track the patterns of the stars and There was some good information on the websites around that as well, uh, sort of sparking creativity and keeping people entertained and engaged. Uh, there have also been some gigs, so a lot of a lot of people have been a lot of musicians, professional musicians have been doing gigs from uh, well wherever they are. I think someone did it from their bedroom. Uh, they've been performing, and people have been able to access them uh, mainly for free. So it's been a very good way of bringing people together and of course tv shows are still going on i was one of the people tuning into anton deck's saturday night takeaway um yesterday it was a bit odd to see them without an audience but they were still giving it what they had all these entertainers and personalities doing their best to try and play their part in keeping people's spirits up when it would be oh so easy for people to let their that their spirits drop but that is one thing that we must not do uh, Yes, there are reasons to be nervous. There are reasons to be worried, and there are, are plenty of factors which could be causes for concern. But there are steps that we can take uh, in life that are within our control, and things that are without of our control. Uh, we have to focus on the things which we can do, do them well, uh, and leave some time for ourselves as well. Goodness knows we're probably going to have enough time uh, for ourselves. We don't know how long this period is going to last but we have to do things that keep our our spirits up, keep us happy, keep us healthy, uh, keep us safe above all but um, in addition to that if we are not uh, finding ways to at least in part enjoy this time um, then it's going to feel like a, a very long process. So once again as I seem to be ending most of these podcasts with remember Reach out to people. There are people there who are going to be more lonely than others. If you can, without putting yourself at risk, uh, reach out, without putting yourself or others at risk even, uh, reach out to those people. Be uh, the source of someone's happiness. Uh, Find a way of brightening up someone else's day. Um, This could be a long process, but by coming together while staying apart, we can most certainly get through it. That is all the time I have for today on this Mothering Sunday episode of the Politics Unboxed podcast. So I would like to thank you very much for listening. Uh, stay safe out there and I will see you around for the next one. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>